Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, my wonderful listeners. Tonight, I welcome the excellent actors Stephen Yednock, Heather McMoonigal, and Carl Williams of the musical Ragtime. Stephen plays immigrant Tata, Heather plays mother, and Carl plays Cole House Walker. Ragtime plays through June 30th at Second Star Productions at Bowie Playhouse, 16500 White Marsh Park Drive, Bowie, Maryland. For tickets, call 410-757-5700 or go to Second Star Productions. That's the number two ND Star Productions. The story focuses on white, black, and Jewish American families in the early 20th century. And also on major issues we face today from immigration to gender inequality. Now, fan B.C. McKinney wrote about the play. Now, he wrote that, he said, I am a very old guy who has been around. I've seen lots of shows, but without a doubt... This production of Ragtime may very well be the best production of this play ever performed, bar none. Also, I want to uh, thank director uh, Nathan Bowen for setting up this interview. And also, remember, you can follow me at Instagram at William Powell 8796 and also... Facebook at William.T.Powell, and also look for our Inside Acting Radio Show listeners and guest group on Facebook. So I see that uh, Stephen, Heather, and Carl are on the line, and I'm going to go ahead and bring them on the air. We're going to start talking. Good evening. Hi. Hello. Hi, Stephen. Carl, yes, Heather. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, Stephen, I'll start with you. So, okay, what what drew you to the script? Was it the fact that it was a musical, or was it the some of the issues that the show takes on? Well, um, I this has been kind of on my bucket list for doing this show for quite some time. I mean, think probably ever since hearing. Um, the soundtrack of this show and it's one of those shows that has such great music and and like you were mentioning um, issues that hit us hard like right now especially the immigration Um, but it was one of those shows where like man I would love to do any part in this show just even just to sing in the in the ensemble Um, but uh, Tata is obviously a very meaty part um, and just a really well written part um, but uh, I, I liked the dichotomy of the character that he's comic, but he's also very serious and dramatic as well. Yeah, that's what I liked about that character. So, Carl, I go to you. So, I mean, what drew you to the script? Well, um, I've been a fan of this musical since I first discovered it in about high school, I think. Yeah, about, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was in high school when I first discovered it. And um, Make Them Hear You was actually one of the uh, first songs that uh, my voice teacher gave me that was a musical theater song. And uh, my love for this 
like the, the the score is just so beautiful. The songs are amazing, and the message that it has is it, it's just so so timely, especially today. Um, a, a lot of uh, things that are uh, shown and explored in ragtime uh, still apply to us today, and so that's 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 kind of what what drew me to it was just. Uh, besides the beautiful music, just the characters and the stories. Yeah. Uh, Heather, what about you? Um, I would say that it was the score that first drew me to this show. I've known bits of this music for uh, as long as the show has been out, since the mid uh, to late 90s, without having the context of the show itself. Um, but I've known Wheels of a Dream and Make Them Hear You and Back to Before and certain songs that jump out um, from the score. And so uh, I saw a production finally um, the, around this time last year, maybe a little longer ago, at Ford Theater. And I already had a feeling that I wanted to do this show. And that production was pretty spectacular. And getting to see those the bits of music that I knew in the context of the show and see how powerful it was, I just knew I, I had to audition and see what would happen. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Stephen, I'll go back to you. So talk about your, your fantastic work. It must have been great fun working with uh, choreographer uh, Anwar Thomas and also the, the fantastic director Nathan Bowen. Um. Uh, well, uh, the, everyone at Second Star, just a great group um, and just fantastic work with um, those those folks as well as um, Emily and Chris for uh, music directing. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Anwar, he's just a ball of energy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't keep up with him. Luckily, I don't have too much dance in this show, so I don't have I, I didn't have to keep up too much. Um, but he was just a ball of energy. And Nathan, I mean, wow, this is his first show, but I mean, he hit like a home run right off, right off, you know, right out of the gates. Um, uh, but uh, no, this has been a fantastic uh, experience. And I, I really just, if you have a chance to work with these folks, please take the opportunity because they, they do a great job. Heather, how about you? I uh, agree with everything Stephen said. I was so impressed with Nathan with um, not only his organizational skills, because this show is really such a puzzle. It's a massive production, a very large cast, and he had thing, every little detail figured out. But I was also so impressed with his artistic insights. Um and these really beautiful moments that he brought to the forefront from the script and from the music. And Anwar has a lot of experience with this show, and I think that that shows in the final product. Um, his choreography is just spot on for this show, and I think particularly for the opening, um, it's, it's a really strong opening and kind of has some iconic ragtime moments in them that um, yeah. just feel really powerful. Yeah. 
That that's true. So, uh, Carl, uh, how, talk about your experience with uh, director, uh, choreographer, and uh, some of the, uh, the other technical crew. Well, sure. Um, so I've actually worked with our music director Emily before, uh, but it was on stage. Uh, she was uh, a Kate when I was black in a production of Wild Party that we did years ago. Um, so that's how I first knew her. So it was very easy to work with her because we were already friends. We already had a understanding. Like I trusted her completely, and she already had a sense of what my abilities were uh, as a singer. So it was very easy for her to, you know, put me uh, where I needed to be vocally and how she wanted things done and said. So working with Emily was very, very, very easy. Um, I've never worked with Anwar before, but I've known about him uh, for a while. We've got a lot of mutual friends, and kind of like what Steven said, yeah, he's a big ball of energy, and you just have to keep <laughs> up. Um, I am only in one real like dance number, but the day that he choreographed it, he worked all of the Harlem Ensemble like to the bone to get it spot on and right. And I and it really shows. Feel like it, it looks shows. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like it shows, and it's and it's a lot of fun. He also knows how to do choreography that it that looks good. It's fun to do, and it's fun to watch. And uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, a combination you don't usually you don't always get in a choreographer. And uh, finally, with Nathan, um, like uh, what Heather said, I was very impressed with his organizational skills. Like he. He, before this thing even started, like he already had like the entire show mapped out, like what he wanted, what he wanted to do, what he wanted it to look like. And the best part was that even though he had all of that uh, mapped out already, for him, nothing was set in stone. Like it was just uh-huh. an outline of what he wanted. And he was always open for input from the actors, like always willing to like, well, I want to hear what, how you feel about this scene or what you want to do. And then you know, like we'll try to find a happy medium. And he, he was a real actor's direct, director. Yes, yes, and that's the wow. one thing I really appreciate about Nathan. That that's yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, uh, Carl. That it is really really fun to watch, and it's just I was just blown away. So now, Carl, I'm gonna stay with you. So now your character has quite an arc. Yeah. And what was more challenging for you? Was it? As an actor, what was it the the actual meat of the character, you know, the text, or was it the songs? Mm. I think the the hardest part for me, um, it, it was it was a mix of both because I've I've sung "Make Them Hear You" before, but actually doing. And performing Make Them Hear You after doing the entirety of the show, the song takes on an entirely different meaning. It means so mm. much more. The stakes are so much higher. It's, it's more than just a song at that point. Like, it, it's, it's, it's like a rallying cry, but then it's also a swan song. Um, so it, it, was, it just took on an entirely different life in doing the show. And text-wise... Just the arc in it, it just just trying to make a believable arc from the happy-go-lucky Cole House in the beginning 
to the kind of more hardened, a bit more, a bit less naive uh, Cole House at the end, making that a believable transition was probably one of the hardest things in this mm. entire process. Yeah. Wow, man, it was it was really powerful. So now, Heather, I, I'm uh, going to go back to you. So would you say that this was one of the better costume shows you've been in? Oh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> the costumes are absolutely gorgeous. I feel so lovely in mine. Um, our costumer, Mary, and her team had a big task ahead of them with this show. It's a cast of 36. Everyone has multiple costumes, at least one hat, and um, Mary was determined to make things as authentic as possible, uh, not just for the aesthetic purpose, but also for making us feel as authentic in our characters as possible. Um, For example, she handmade, I think, eight corsets for the women in the ensemble, including myself, that, that would wear those as appropriate for the time. Um, so right down to the undergarments, we are authentic (laughs) and, uh, yes, everything is just gorgeous and very thoughtfully done. So that's been a real treat with this show for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Stephen, for your character, did you do a lot of historical research? Um, well, I, I, I knew I'd read the novel before and I'd known like some, some details and, and luckily um, <laughs> this is kind of strange that uh, this show, my character interacts with the character of Emma Goldman. And strangely enough, I had been in another show um, that featured the character of Emma Goldman. And it was kind of strange. Uh, the, the show is uh, Assassins which also has Emma mm. Goldman, strangely enough, in the show. So I knew some history also from doing that show. Um, and just, a, I mean, just a little bit of basic kind of research into the character and just into um, immigration. But that was one of the other great things that Nathan was able to do. He was able to pull out some articles and some background information for the cast so that they got a little bit of the context of, hey, this is where you're coming from at this time period, and, and just information you should know. That's right. That's right. And also, what's been the fan reaction to Tata? Um, I mean, in general, I mean, for I think for the entire show and for the entire cast, um, we've gotten a standing ovation every night. And... Um, that's it's it's a great uh I, I feel very honored to be part of this cast and yeah. to share in that kind of uh, those accolades um because i think i think we put together a really great show and and i think the audience is really appreciated oh absolutely absolutely so carl man you got to you got to talk to me about that amazing model t built by uh, gene valendo that you got to Tool of talk about that. Oh, well, uh, Gene just did one heck of a job uh, building this thing. It's a bunch of different pieces that the cast assembles live on stage to make this car. 
and it's and uh, it's just been such a treat because it's in my favorite number in the entire show. <laughs> um, anyone? Yeah. See, my castmates are laughing because uh, uh, I don't think a day has gone by that I don't talk about how much I love that song. He um, is so giddy about that song. <laughs> uh, but um, but but no, like the 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 Model T is just it's amazing, and like we even ride in it in a bit uh, for, you know, just like a quick couple of seconds. But just the, the I, I, I can't imagine the magnitude of this task to be able to do a car bit, you know, piece by piece that you can deassemble and reassemble multiple times and that still works, that, you know, you can actually, you know, get pushed and, like, drive around it. It's just fascinating. So Gene did, Gene did a great job. An amazing job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, um, Heather, you know, you sing so beautifully in, in so many of those those songs. They were very yes, she does very emotional. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and, and watching those, you know, and just watching you, it just seems like I mean, you had uh, uh, "Goodbye, My Love," uh, "Back to Before." Mm-hmm. What's the key to singing and acting simultaneously at such a high level? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, well, years of work go into that, I will admit. <laughs> I've been singing my whole life. Um, you know, it's always a, an art that I'm working on is, is doing just what you said and trying to do it better each night. It, it is a constant uh, work in progress. Um, I think the material is so good that... Once you have that inside you, you know all your lines, you know the music in and out, um, the feeling comes very naturally, especially in the midst of this ensemble and this production that feels so fully realized and strong. Um, so when those songs come, I, you know, I'll admit, I don't think too hard about them beforehand, but once they start, you just go, especially back to before, <laughs> since it's at the very end of the show, early in the rehearsal process and even up to opening, it would kind of freak me out to have to sing this whole show and then have back to before waiting for me to sing at the very end of the second act, because it's a tough thing. But I quickly learned that I just don't even need to think about that number until I get to it. And it's always there. Thankfully, I open my mouth and it comes out. And so (laughs) I think a big part of it is just taking each song by song, um, not thinking too hard about it beforehand, um, being really in the moment, and having the material you know, really deeply inside you so that there's not a question of, you know, will I mix up the words or anything like that. Um, Thankfully, we had a a few months of rehearsal to get to this point. Um, But this this role is a big thing. It's a fantastic challenge. This was a dream role for me, and I just love singing Mother so much. Um, and right up until our last performance, it will still be a, an awesome challenge for me. Yeah. 
and and just the buzz about the show just been so great. I mean, like it's. I guess it's one of those those things you wish it could just keep going. I mean, just keep going and touring and I'd be willing all to of that. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like wow. Okay, folks. So yeah, now we're gonna get a little. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, so we're gonna get a little bit serious, maybe a, just a tad controversial. I'm gonna throw a statement out there and, and think about this and and. Um, Carl, I'll start with you. Uh, I'll, I'll put the statement out there and ask what you think about it and your reaction sure. to it. Uh, there's a statement, well, there's a sentiment uh, that says that there is no fair and Christian way to secure a nation's borders. So, what? What's your opinion of that? What's What's your reaction? Hmm. Can you say that again, William? Yeah, there's no there's no fair and Christian way to secure a nation's borders. Hmm. That's, oh man, that's a doozy. I can jump in with something that I've felt in the show lately re- okay. related to that. Okay, Heather. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have an ex- mother and Tata have an exchange in the first act of the show where they meet at a train station, and yeah. Tata has a rope tied around his waist, connecting a, a rope, the same rope tied around his daughter's waist, so that they don't get separated. And the boy yeah. who plays my son notices this and asks, "What is, you know? What's that about?" Basically, and she mother says. Uh, he's afraid of losing her. Immigrants are terrified of losing their children. And, and yeah. for obvious reasons, that line has um, had more weight to it in in mm-hmm. recent weeks. There's, there's been an audible response from the audience. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. take a breath with that line that just um, the how relevant it is just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks in the last couple of weekends of the show. Um, yeah, and it's one of the things, like when we were rehearsing. Young, yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Stephen. Like like when we were rehearsing, you're not necessarily thinking about that, but yeah, especially in light of recent events, um, it's those lines and those sentiments and those ideas have gained a lot of resonance, especially to audiences. And it, it, it's really made the play with issues that were happening over a hundred years ago, still, still count. And unfortunately they, they still hit hard today, but I wish yeah. they, I wish mm-hmm. they didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know William, well, if that addresses the line that you shared, but I just wanted to share that one um, reaction from the show that we've had lately. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Carl, did you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess in regards to that statement, is there really a fair or Christian way to uh, secure the borders? I mean, if if what this administration doing now is any kind of indication of securing the borders, then no, because nothing they're doing right now is necessarily very fair 
or very Christian. Mm. So I would so I would have to agree with that statement. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I think I think though that there's one re- really great aspect to this show that there are a lot of dark kind of issues that the show addresses but even and and it addresses them seriously and and realistically but one of the the really key aspects of the show is that even with those dark aspects and those dark issues there's still hope um and the show leaves you with hope and i think that's that's a message that should get out to every audience member member and every even like american is that yeah there's dark times but there's still hope that those times can 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 be overcome hmm. i agree with that i agree with that I, I definitely had that feeling you know you know toward the end of the the show it definitely if you look at the story arcs you know not to give anything away but that that's definitely the feeling i was mm-hmm. left with yes so we're about ready to wrap up here. So, um, Heather, I guess I'll start with you. Uh, if you had to give a, like a little short elevator speech about the the play or, or something you would put on a billboard, what would you say that would – how would you sell it? What, what would what should folks come see this show? Ah, uh, well, related to what we were just talking about, I think what Ragtime does so beautifully is it puts real humans in the stories that we hear about. Um, These aren't, you know, immigrants just having their children taken from them that we read about in the news. This is Tate and his daughter, for example. Um, So it's a way to think on the issues of today that were the issues of 1906 and think about them not just in a policy way but in an in a moral way in an empathetic way mm. um and i think that's what i love about mother is is her um moral compass and how she wants to do better and shouldn't we all want to do better um <laughs> you know for our fellow <laughs> americans these days um aside from that there are also very hilarious, delightfully fun parts of the show. The dancing is fabulous. The music is truly gorgeous. Um, and so I think there's something for everyone to walk away with from Ragtime. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Carl, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think if you want a show with a beautiful score, a wonderful, poignant story, and a bunch of amazing performers, uh, you should absolutely come see Ragtime at Second Star Productions because this cast is completely out of this world with their commitment, with their talent, with their execution. It's just phenomenal. And the response that we've gotten has just done nothing but just give that statement merit. So if you want all that Good night out. Come and see Ragtime at Second Star. But maybe leave the kids at home. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Stephen, how about you? 
It's a sweeping epic musical. <laughs> Which is actually on our yeah. billboard, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fantastic. Okay, well, uh, uh, Stephen, Heather, and Carl, uh, it's been a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed our conversation tonight. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. Um, can I say one last thing before we uh-huh. go? Thank you. Um, I just wanted to uh, give a big, wonderful shout-out to my parents, uh, Luke and Barbara Williams, who are listening to this right now. They're my mom and my dad. Just wanted to tell them that I love them and to thank you for always supporting me in my theatrical endeavors, and I really appreciate it, and I love you guys. All right. Luke and Barbara, all right, that's right, folks Okay, well, y'all break legs the rest of the show and have a blessed night Thank Thank you Thank you, you as well Okay All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day And break a leg, night Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my Makes a sound no one can find I never met anyone like you I wasn't living before you came Now I'm seeing myself in you Danger 